This is Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. My name is Rachel Kelly. Welcome to my podcast. As a highly sensitive person, knowing there's so many others out there just like me, I wanted to create this podcast as a safe place to express myself and connect with others as I explore and share topics that many of us stay silent around. As a trauma-informed coach and narcissistic abuse specialist, you can expect both personal stories and educational insights along the way. My hope is that by hearing the raw and vulnerable parts of my life, you can remind yourself that you're never alone in yours. Hello, welcome back. This is Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. And this episode, we're going to dive into a topic that's not only important, but essential to our overall well-being, and that is self-worth. So I wrote on my Instagram stories last week that I was open to having some questions to answer and deep dive into a number of questions through my podcast episodes. And a lovely listener wrote out to say that she had a question on how we can cultivate inner self-worth without relying on external validation. So I really wanted to unpack this and explore this question from a few different angles and share with you some insights and some practical tips for this question because I know that this is a question that a lot of us have I definitely had it at points in my life and I definitely go through periods where this question comes up or I at least have to explore or unpack these deeper rooted beliefs around self-worth. And actually a lot of what my clients come to me with these specific things, a lot of what we're working on is is rooted deeply in the beliefs that they hold about themselves around their self-worth. Yeah, it's a topic that I always get to unpack and explore and work on. And I find that so many different parts of our lives feed back into our belief and our feelings that we hold about ourselves. So I think it's probably a good place to start, to start by defining what self-worth truly means. So self-worth really is the value and the belief that we place on ourselves as individuals. It's how we think and feel about ourselves and a reflection, I guess, of our own assessment of how worthy we are, how deserving we are for the love, the care, the things that we deserve, what we believe we really, really uh, are worthy of in this life. And it's deeply influenced by many different factors, by our beliefs, by conditioning, and then by the actions that we take. So there's a few different factors that I pondered on with this, just bringing it all together and how I really find this journey as an internal journey and not one where we're looking outside of ourselves because it's very easy when we're lacking that self-worth to be searching outside of ourselves because we don't actually know and we're never actually taught how to give ourselves more of those feelings, those beliefs, how to really maybe take aligned action in accordance to that higher self-worth version of us. So again, that can lead to us seeking outside of us. And we know with so many things that when we're looking outside of us for answers and for things to fix, it's only temporary. It's really not allowing us to 
build that resiliency, that support, that self-trust in ourselves because we're not really learning the tools. We're just kind of seeking and chasing and, and looking for those next kind of dopamine hits or those next uh, things, those next milestones to confirm to ourselves that we're good enough, that we're worthy enough. And so there are many things that really come into self-worth and I guess it varies so much from person to person. So really, you know, a lot of the time when we're struggling with self-worth, it may show up in our careers. It may show up in the way that we move through the world. It may show up in relationships, the feelings that we have about ourselves, the actions that we take. And often we can recognize this in ourselves through the coping mechanisms that we usually shame our, ourselves around. So like the perfectionism, that these types of things that we go above and beyond to do because we already don't feel worthy enough. So we decide that we're going to go and do everything we can to perfect, achieve, overdo, or we may actually go on the other side of the spectrum and, or we may do both and a self-sabotage, which is a term really that just explains it's not really something that we're doing consciously to ourselves, but it's a protective mechanism. Ultimately, if there's any sabotage going on, it basically just means that whatever we desire for ourselves, there's a part of us that has fear and there's a part of us that's scared. And our bodies and our nervous systems are designed to keep us in the least amount of pain, the least amount of emotional or physical or mental stress, pain as possible and to keep ourselves safe. So we have these protectors that do amazing jobs for us that come in and they'll perhaps create situations by different behaviors, different actions, different beliefs to protect us from the potential fears, the rejections that we might get if we were to step into this uh, aligned version of ourselves, which comes with, you know, realigning, you know, as well. So I'm going to unpack this a little bit more as we go through the episode. And I also just wanted to add that self-worth manifests through our actions. So we can sit here, we can tell ourselves we're worthy, we can be doing all the affirmations, the mirror work, but if our body is not on board, if our feeling sense is not on board, we're not going to start taking the action that aligns with what we want to do, to make those more aligned choices, to step into a more a higher self-worth version of us, that if we don't feel it, if we feel that we're only just being told something, that we're worthy, we don't really know what that means. Like we have to show our body what that actually means in our nervous system and we have to get all parts of us on board because it's we're not just our mind, we're all of us. So it's an important factor to remember. And so there was a couple of things when I received this question was I almost just sort of thought, what would I do straight up in a coaching session if this person came to me? What would they what would I want them to find out about themselves? And really my first kind of question that came up was like, what is it about them that makes them think that they have low self-worth? What is it they know about themselves or what is it they're aware of? Is it just this inherent sense that there is a low self-worth or are they actually aware that there are some repeating negative thoughts, some beliefs, some cycles or some actions 
that are telling them that actually I don't have very high self-esteem or high self-worth. And so I wanted to just spend this next moment going into how we can really identify this self-worth within ourselves. And if you're listening, allowing yourself just to be present with some of the things that may come up for you and yeah maybe go away after this podcast if there's anything that you need to work on and just journal this out and spend some time with yourself so a lot of the time when we're experiencing low self-worth it's negative self-talk it's negative self-criticism and maybe a constant berating of ourselves you know doubting our abilities fearing rejection. So we're just kind of getting stuck in this cycle of like negative thought loop, negative thought loop, running through our mind, knowing that we want more for ourselves, but not being maybe able to go there. And I just want you to ask yourself, what is the common negative thoughts that run through your mind about yourself? Are there certain stories about certain things that you want, that you desire, that you notice in your mind are saying the same story over and over and over again, which aren't really that helpful at all. And then I want you to look at your actions. And I know with this question, there was an emphasis on, you know, how do we get the self-worth rather than seeking outside of ourselves? So that tells me that there is a part of us or this person and many of us, not just, you know, I know this is a really common thing that we, we do this, we go outside of ourselves. But what is it that you're seeking validation for? And how does this show up for you? What are the underneath things that you're looking and desiring other people to give you or other things to give you, i.e. a new job, a new relationship, a new or new, you know, other things that outside of us we outsource to when we're feeling maybe that we're lacking something? Is there a lot of self-doubt present for you? A lot of feelings that, yeah, you don't deserve certain things. And if these feelings do arise, do you know what is the immediate thing that activates these feelings, these thoughts within you? Are there any themes around this? And then we can look at our actions as well, you know, just being lightly aware in this moment of any actions, any patterns of behavior that indicates to you a lack of self-worth. So when we get to understand these patterns, these coping mechanisms, these habits that we've fallen into, we then get to really work on those specific things and change them. So awareness is really like the key to understanding and, and starting off with this. So Maybe there's people pleasing, maybe it's outsourcing your power and, you know, finding or seeking those things within other people, those compliments, those praises that maybe you would otherwise not give to yourself. Are you neglecting parts of yourself, your self-care because you're not valuing who you are, maybe the body that you're living in? Do you overindulge, overeat, self, you know, harm through various measures that are just not loving to yourself? What is it that you're doing? And just becoming aware in these moments and then bringing in self-compassion for whatever is coming up. And I wanted to just take this a step deeper, just to give you some deeper insight for yourself of where the low self-worth maybe has come from. 
So just reflecting on past experiences, are there any specific experiences, maybe neglectful experiences around maybe your emotions, maybe something that was said, maybe something that was done, maybe something that wasn't done, that you expected to be done or expected to have growing up? Anything traumatic, anything that was particularly overwhelming for you that has contributed to maybe any challenges you're having with self-worth? And then are there any ways you can identify that they're affecting you today? And then I invite you to become aware of your body, your nervous system. And how do you notice your body reacts when you encounter situations that really challenge your self-worth? How do they show up for you? Is there physical sensations present in any parts of your body? Because it's good to become aware of where they are because sometimes they're stuck here and we get to work on this on a real somatic level as well. But just becoming aware of the thoughts, the situations, experiences. And then I invite you to check in with yourself that are you actually aware of any beliefs right now in your life any beliefs that may be limiting you in terms of how you feel about yourself and your self-worth because when we're thinking of beliefs most of the time we're working with the unconscious the subconscious mind so when we're working with the subconscious we actually don't really know what's going on under there until we start becoming aware and bringing those patterns to our conscious awareness so we may know that we have low self-worth but we might not be telling ourselves i have so low self-worth but we have these thoughts on the conscious level that may play out as, oh no, I can't do that, I'm scared. I'm scared of rejection or I can't do that. What if this happens? And what if that happens? And you know, like, I'm not sure that this like person is right for me. Like, look at them, look at me, you know, all this sort of comparison that we can fall into. And Often these are, you know, the, the core that we get to work on when we unpack these beliefs, we're looking at an underlying core wound of, of having a lot of self-doubt and um, lack of self-worth. Okay, so let's go to the question, how can we cultivate self-worth without relying on external validation? And I wanted to just share in this episode about some things that you can get going with from today some questions that you can start asking yourself and some things that you can explore within yourself and exploration and some different tools so the first thing that i wanted to say which is the first most important thing that you can never do in your healing journey of any kind of building more self-worth is really shifting your focus to yourself with so much self-compassion and so much self-acceptance to the extent that you get to ask yourself, would I speak to my best friend like this? Would I speak to my parents, my child, a child, anyone on the street? Would I talk to somebody else like this? And think about how you would talk to that really close friend, that person, maybe a partner that you love. How would you talk to them? What would you offer them? in a time where they felt that their sense of worth was dipping and that they didn't have, you know, maybe maybe they were going through something where things were falling apart on the outside and it was affecting how they felt about themselves. 
what were the what are the kind words that you would offer them and start there that's really soothing for your nervous system and then one of the biggest biggest things for me that has really boosted my sense of self-worth is something i advise clients to do all the time pretty much as soon as we start working together is to become aware of everything that you do your activities the things that you're doing on a daily basis and what you want to do there's this is a two-part process actually it's more than two parts <laughs> the first thing that i'm going to share on this is i want you to just start beginning to set yourself achievable goals and celebrate your wins whatever you do in alignment to yourself your self-worth it may be a tiny step forward whatever your goal is whatever your most aligned highest self worth version of you would do what action have they taken what have they done today and what can you celebrate yourself for because celebrating those wins is going to change that mindset and show yourself that you trust yourself that you back yourself that you've got yourself no matter what and you're just going to keep going and you're just going to keep celebrating yourself and it's going to become a really exciting habit and pattern that you, that becomes ingrained with you almost immediately that when you start to go to sleep at night you don't your your mindset shifts from thinking oh what is this, what's everything that i didn't get done what's everything i haven't done today what's everything i can make myself feel bad about what's another reason why i feel that i'm not deserving or worthy and instead you're flipping your mindset to what's everything i have done what have i actually done how can i acknowledge my pro my progress my processes my wins my little things that i've done today and that's an amazing step so to unpack that a little more because i want to look at the kind of aligned actions that we get to take when we're stepping into this more higher self worth version of us i want to know what are the things you would be doing if you had high self worth Ask yourself that question, what would I be doing if I had higher self-worth? Write all of those things down. You can pause it or come back to this. But if you don't know what that is, give yourself space and time to really tune in and, and embody and allow your intuition to guide because there'll be some little nudges from you that are like, yeah, I know what I would do and often the voice the ego will come in afterwards and say no that's not right so just see if you can go into that practice just seeing what comes up for you and allow yourself to dream big like don't if you hear the voice coming and being like no that's too big that's too bold that's not what i would do allow yourself to say thank you voice thank you for coming in and and keeping me safe but i'm actually choosing what feels good for me in this moment and let allow yourself to feel expansive as you answer this question And if you don't know sorry if you do know what you're doing what you would be doing and you just know that you're there isn't a lack of clarity you know exactly what you want but you're not doing it there's going to be a number of reasons why that you're not doing these things so once you've got your list you're like okay what would this higher self worth version of me be doing so me in my highest version of self worth what would i be doing And then whatever those answers are, what are those reasons? Maybe your highest version, highest self-worth 
version of you would be let's do okay so you would be consistent with the gym or you'd be consistent with exercising because you know it makes you feel good you'd be consistent with eating well you know giving yourself the kindness and compassion when you when you fall off maybe and you maybe pick up some bad habits so that the thing that you would want is is that but what what are all the reasons that you're not doing that what's the reason that you can't be doing all of those things or that just that one thing what's the reasons that you're telling yourself write those down as well and whatever you've written down here these are a good place to start to start unpacking and start understanding what the reasons are behind why you can't step into this higher self-worth version of you because ultimately it becomes a choice you have to decide that whatever you're doing you're going to align your beliefs your thoughts and your actions so yes we get to work on all of this stuff outside of us we can work on the root we can see where it's all come from and we can work on the specific kind of coping mechanisms that we've picked up maybe from a specific point in our childhood but ultimately a part of this work is also moving forward so giving yourself that time to unpack and get really clear and really specific where the low self-worth might have stemmed from working on your nervous system to help it feel safe enough and then really just giving yourself that choice you get to choose how are you moving forward today how are you moving forward in that most aligned version of you what are the things you really want and knowing that you do have a choice and knowing that fear will be present everything feelings will come up resistances will come up self-sabotaging patterns will come up things will come up to say to you hey you don't feel safe and this is where the nervous system work gets to come in because you get to understand that we create a dialogue within our parts of us to our inner child and we get to speak to them and say hey like i understand you don't feel safe but this is what i'm choosing for myself to be more embodied in this higher self-worth and this is where i'm stepping into so it becomes a choice and when we're working with this on a on a level of looking at our thoughts our stories whatever you just wrote for that answer back then is an opportunity for you to deep dive deeper into this so you can ask what is the story behind that so maybe your reason for not showing up consistently or like yeah consistently let's say it's something you want to maintain an exercise or healthy eating regime but you're not doing it and the reason is you're tired you're you're busy at work, you're not allowing yourself enough time to go shopping, to prep the meals, you're not clear on what you're doing with your workout, you don't know if it's going to work for you, all of these things. Of course, I've just said a lot of different things and each of those will require you to go into them and actually explore and ask yourself and unpack is there a story behind this? Sometimes there are stories. Sometimes there are excuses. Sometimes there's pure facts. But whatever it is, it's about looking at each of these from a very objective perspective. Is this factual? And is, if so, is there something that can be done about that? Matter of fact is, yeah, maybe I'm tired. How can you look at your self-care regime so that you're allowing yourself to do just a baseline, maybe? What can you offer yourself that's going to feel good for you? How can you challenge these stories in a way that allows you to unpack what's real for you? And then are you prepared to take a risk knowing that whatever you're moving towards, we don't know the outcome. No one knows the outcome. You know, when it comes to taking a decision and changing things that are going on with us in our lives, like 
yeah, are you prepared to take a risk even though you don't know where this is going to end up for you? Because I know that's a really big one. It's like fear of the unknown, fear of what's going to happen. Why would we put all our time and energy into stepping into a more aligned version, a more high self-worth version of us if we don't know where it's going to get us? So there's many different things here. And, you know, maybe it's, maybe for you, it's really working on those negative self-talk spirals. So again, a similar kind of process can work where you're unpicking the thoughts and you're sitting with the beliefs and you're working to understand what, are they true? Where have they come from? And then as you begin to take aligned action, you can start to reinforce new positive pathways. Our, our minds our, our brains are wired for neuroplasticity, which means they get to change the more that we start to uh, change our programming and our patterns. So this may be looking like, I'm going to choose a different belief today. I'm going to wake up and decide that I do have self-worth. And however this looks, I'm going to align that with what the high self-worth version of me would do. And I'm going to take those actions and continue to show myself and prove to myself. And this is how we start to forge new pathways. It's not just by telling ourselves, but it's by showing ourselves. It's by understanding what makes up, you know, all of us. And it's a journey. It really is a journey. It's not about a quick thing that's going to happen overnight. It, it It's a process, you know. For me, it's taken... A long time it's taken failed relationships many hurtful relationships heartbreaks um, situations poor job choices things that have reflected back to me where my self-worth wasn't intact and I got to use those as lessons and experiences to say okay thank you for the lessons universe but there was a time where I was really unconscious to it and I just kept repeating and playing out these cycles but if you're here listening to this if you're here with a similar question, you've asked this question to yourself, just know that you get to make these choices. You get to start fresh from today. And it doesn't matter what's happened in your past because know that you get to have the tools that equip you to move through whatever you've been through in your past, to step forward into whichever version that you want to be in. And I say this because I know and because I've been there, and this isn't a journey that you have to do on your own. It's a journey that, yeah, you can begin with yourself by starting off cultivating that inner self-acceptance and gratitude from where you are. Maybe you start a journal. Maybe it's more than a gratitude practice, but it's gratitude for all of the wins, everything you've done in your day. Reflect on your strengths. What have you achieved today? What can you appreciate yourself for today? And instead of looking outside of yourself for this external validation, you get to acknowledge your own value. You get to acknowledge your own accomplishments. You get to share your wins with yourself and start to recognize that. And that's creating a positive feedback within you so that things start to shift within your body, within your energy, and things change. And just notice when you're doing that practice, how does that feel within you, bringing your awareness to your body? What is the energy that you feel and what is that warmth, that positivity that comes when you get to self-recognize? You're recognizing yourself and you're signaling to your nervous system, I'm worthy to be appreciated. I'm doing like great things here. I'm, I'm really, you know, even if right now 
you're taking the most smallest action towards what the most high self-worth version of you are doing. You're still recognizing and honoring yourself, which is creating a much better process and feedback loop than getting stuck in a negative spiral of, I'm not enough, I have not done enough, I don't deserve good things, nobody, you know, I'm not lovable. Whatever your kind of core thing is centered around this, you get to change that. And the final thing I, I will just share on this is seek out people that support you. Set good boundaries around people that maybe don't, that enforce, you know, that reflect back to you maybe things that enforce a negative mindset or not respecting you and your boundaries or people, certain people in your life that maybe you feel, yeah, you need to have clearer boundaries with. And it's not a journey that you have to do alone there are support out there I offer support through my coaching but it's important you find what resonates for you you can do this work what I've shared with you definitely on your own and you can definitely start but if you feel that support is what you need supportive community a supportive person to hold you through your blind spots and guide you then go get it let yourself know that you're worthy of yeah, doing good things for yourself. And things will start to shift, I promise you. So just a reminder that you are worthy. You are so deserving. You are doing amazing. You have come so far. You deserve everything that you desire. And I promise you that if you show up for yourself and you continue to work on these things that I've shared in this episode and even further then yeah you're gonna find the rewards for sure and those negative self-worth beliefs those limiting thoughts those spirals those actions that don't really align with what you deserve will slowly start to fade so I'll leave that here sending so much love and I'm here Again, if you have questions or any further clarity is needed around things I've shared today, all my love. Thank you so much for listening. If anything I shared in today's episode has touched your heart or you feel cool to share with me any parts of your own personal journey, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me over on Instagram at I am Rachel Kelly. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.